Welcome to the Draft FC podcast. Welcome back to the Draft FC podcast. My name is Mitch and I'm your host. And if you're wondering what this podcast is that's subscribed on your podcasting app, have no fear. This is your trusty FPL Draft Hub podcast under a new guise, a new name, a new logo um, and a brand new website to back it all up. Uh, I'm really pleased to be joined today by the rest of the Draft FC team, uh, Taryn and Kieran, um, who will be uh, having a chat today about the new launch, everything that's coming with the new site and what you can expect uh, moving forward. And we'll also let you know some of the things um, that are going to remain the same as you're used to. So, uh, guys, you want to say hello? Hello. Yo, yo, it's Kieran. Yeah, the first hello was was Taryn, as you can now guess. How are we all doing? Very good. I'm, I feel prepared. We had lots of time to prepare for this season. A bit hungover today. So excuse the uh, the deep and raspy voice. How are you feeling, Mitch? Feeling uh, on top of the world, mate. Two times. Yeah, got my name on the trophy for the second second time. It feels good. Um, hungry for a third to uh, set myself head and shoulders above the rest, you know, because I'm not the only two time on there. Celebrations but... went on long into the night in Amersham. Yes, yes, they did. Yes, they did. Well, you say long into the night. I um, I got told that we actually got home at ten thirty p.m. <laughs> so uh... it was an early start. <laughs> That's true. It was an early start. But anyway, less said about that, the better. Um, the lovely folk who who uh, tune in to the FPL Draft Hub podcast and who check out um, FPLDraftHub.com want to know what on earth is going on with the with the change of uh, logo and change of name and everything. So um, I guess the the conversation, I guess, about changing up started a few months ago. And I would say, Kieran, you were probably the driving force behind changing the name is that fair to say yeah i mean it started the conversation started even before that when it was try time to think about redesigning the site and you basically bullied me into into getting on board and becoming a trio so that was the first conversation yep. i remember yeah and i think your point was that fpl draft hub and fpl draft hub podcast is a little bit of a mouthful wanting something a little bit more punchy a bit more zippy Absolutely. Wasn't an easy wasn't an easy process. Um but we're pretty happy I think uh, with with Draft FC. Um lovely shiny new logo designed by Kieran himself. But yeah, so the, obviously the podcast remains the same. You'll still get your weekly podcast from me. Um the website still does uh, pretty much everything it used to do, um which we'll move on to in a second. So Obviously, with the name change, the, the website has now moved to draftfc.co.uk. So if you haven't already gone and had a look at the website, definitely worth getting it loaded up now. And you can sort of click along whilst you're listening to us um, talk about it. But as, as Kieran alluded to, um, a lot of work has gone into redesigning um, the, the new website and making it just a much better experience um, overall. So... I might bring in Taryn at this point just to um, talk about the the thoughts and the, the development process um, that's gone into the new website over the last few months. Yeah, like you said, um, I think we had a conversation. We probably started talking around 
January about uh, how many people were using Draft Hub um, and what what direction we were going to go in. I think we all understood that the amount of data, and we'll get into that in a minute, um, was like really useful, uh, and users were really enjoying the site. Um, however, we need to do a lot of work on the experience, the usability, um, and so, like Kieran said, we bullied him into basically saying you have to spend a lot of time helping us make this something that people can use uh, really, really easily. Make it slick. Um, I've already seen a few comments on the socials about people appreciating how slick it looks. And then obviously, stage two is making sure we we build the designs uh, in the right way. Uh, everything works fast. Yeah, and I think um, what what Kieran has essentially designed very much does look like a pro site. Um, are you are you pleased with how it's sort of turned out so far, Kieran? Yes, yeah, looking good. Um, thought about a lot about how the feedback that we got from the podcast a little while back that Mitch was collecting um, and how we can make things better. And then also just generally the experiences that us in our league have had with the website and just trying to improve like the flows and access to the filters and access to different charts. So did a lot of work on that. But that said, there's always uh, improvements that can be made and we're going to have lots of new people testing our new website. So if you do have any feedback, um, just message Mitch on Twitter or anything like that. And yeah, it'll be all, all be useful and we'll have, we can have a rethink. But generally, very happy with how it's turned out so far. And I think it looks, yeah, I mean, I think we, we would admit ourselves the old site was, was clunky at times, not, not the prettiest thing to, to navigate through, but, um, the new site is, is looking really, really good. And I say no one so far has complained about that side of things. So I think we've uh, definitely got onto something good here. Um, so let's um, briefly talk about the new site and what it does. Um, most of you who've used FPL Draft Hub before will have been uh, will be familiar with the the dashboard, so the global dashboard, personal dashboard, um, and then also the stuff that was letting you look at the the draft ranks. Now, given that um, the thing that's looming for most of us at the moment is draft day, should we start by talking about the draft ranks dashboard? So, Taryn, do you want to explain? what exactly that is showing and and where that data is coming from yeah sure this is something we actually did launch at the very beginning of last year um however it was very close to the start of the season so whilst a few people got a glimpses of it um it's really become a lot more useful a lot more polished this year uh, what the draft ranks dashboard is and this is one of the most impressive bits of the site um, is essentially a collection of every live draft that has taken place in the world um, updated on a daily basis. Um, so if there were a thousand drafts that took place yesterday, uh, they'd be loaded into the site at midnight. We break down all of the picks from all of the drafts and we organize them into league size. Uh, it's important to do it by league size because that's how you can compare like for like. You can compare an eight-person league to an eight-person league it's a lot different comparing an eight-person league to a 12-person league uh, because of the amount of choices you can make per round. From there, we've created a real-world live draft ranking. So uh, in an eight-person league, you could see that, on average, Salah gets picked between first and second pick. Haaland gets picked between third and fourth pick this year, uh, or something like that. 
Um, this tool is super useful when you start getting to rounds four, rounds five, where the decisions become a lot less obvious. Um, and you really want to validate your own rankings against what the rest of the world is doing. If you do want to look into a specific player, say like Gabriel Jesus is a really interesting look this year, you can select uh, the player map uh, where you can see the distribution of picks. So maybe 10% of people picked Jesus 6th, 30% of people picked him 7th, majority picked him 10th, and you can sort of see uh, this nice curve uh, and, and you can gauge how early he's being picked to how late he's being picked as well as sort of the average and the median. I like to compare this against the FPL's draft rank, against my own rank, uh, to really, it's a, it's a good way of bouncing your decision against basically everyone in the world. Yeah, and whilst you were talking there, um, I got my own draft dashboard up to have a look at where Jesus, uh, Jesus is um, coming up in the rankings for your average eight-team league. And it's interesting, you can you can clearly see the spread there around sort of late teens so it's coming out that the average uh, pick uh, for Jesus at the moment is around pick 18 um, medium pick of 20 and as Tara mentioned there you can then compare that to your own ranks you can compare that to um, the FPL's uh, built-in ranks um, and you could also compare that to somebody else's ranks which we'll mention uh, a little bit later as well anything um, Kieran you wanted to mention on the on the draft uh, dashboard Nothing for me. It's just very useful. As Taryn said, you can compare it with so many other things and it's just like helps get you, a, get you a gauge of what everyone else is thinking as well. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely something, um, particularly I think in, the once you're out of the, the opening rounds, I'll be pulling up to refer to on draft day. If there's someone I'm not sure about, and if it looks like I'm going to take someone way, 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 way too early compared to the rest of the world, then maybe I'll think again. Absolutely. But maybe you've, you're on to something that everyone else doesn't know. But, you know, more more information is better. Maybe, yeah. I think the ones you know, you know. But I think the ones where you're really not sure, it just provides you just a little bit more data to help uh, come to a decision. Yeah, I've seen on the, um, I've seen on the socials there's a, a couple of guys that have done some really, really smart things um, in, in estimating uh, how, how the world is drafting. Um, and they are really clever methodologies, but I would say there's, there's no substitute for literally counting every draft. Um, and, and the real value behind this dashboard um, is, is the amount of data we're processing um, and storing, collecting, organizing um, to end up at these quite, quite simple outputs. Can you, um, do you remember off the top of your head roughly how many leagues there were last year? So we got an idea of how much data there will be come the start of the season. Yeah, there were about a million players last year, so just under. Um, so you're thinking that's uh, 15 million draft picks uh, we're having to sift through, filter, organise. Um, looking at the sign-ups this year, you know, two and a half weeks before the season starts compared to last year, it looks like there's going to be about a 10 to 15% increase in, in the draft FPL universe this year. Nice. And to be clear as well, because I think um, some some others might be wondering, this doesn't include mock drafts, does it? No. So we filter out all mock drafts because a lot of people just are practicing the mechanic, auto picks, messing around, picking Trevor Chalibur first. Um, So we don't want that in in our data, advising you guys. Perfect. Great. 
But but you might want to pick Trevor Chalaba first. You might know something that the rest of us don't. So let's not hate on Chelsea players over here. When we know you're going to pick Jesus first. <laughs> that's fine. You boys take Jesus and Chalaba first and second. That's great. That's, that's, that's great, yeah. You're taking Haaland, right? Uh, Maybe. Maybe. You know exactly who I'm t- who I'm taking in what position, Kieran. My my um my rankings are very transparent, as we will mention shortly. Um, all right, I think that's it for the draft ranks dashboard. But I think at the moment that's going to be the thing that uh, many are going to be flocking to, and it's going to be a great help ahead of draft day. Um, let's move on to the global dashboard. Then again, this is something that many will be familiar with um, who've used FPL Draft Hub in the past. Um, this is giving you, again, is collating all of the information, all of the data from all of the, the draft leagues out there to tell you which players are owned, what percentage of leagues have those players picked up, um, but also um, some really other good stats you can get in there week to week, which will tell you who are the top players being waved in and out. And also... You can have a look at what the top managers are doing um, and see which players specifically they are bringing in and out so that you can, uh, I guess, copy them if all else fails. Does that about sum up the, the global dash, Taron? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we've made some we've made some pretty hefty upgrades this year as well uh, to add as much value um, uh, to your decision making. So whilst we were providing a lot of information, uh, what we've done this year uh, in the you know the wavered in chart, which is showing you the most popular players wavered in that week. Um, it it takes about an hour to process after the waiver deadline, um, so you can go in there immediately see. Um, I can't think of an example player, but someone's been wavered in. No one in your league has thought about them, um, and you can see on the global dash there'll be a nice uh, green dot next to all the players that are available in your league. So the Global Dash is actually connected to your league now. Um, and next to that player that you know is available, know has uh, been a popular pick uh, around the world, you can also see uh, their next fixture, uh, their win percentage, and their clean sheet percentage odds. Um, and they're based on Bookie's odds data that we're streaming in live. Um, so for I think for defenders, that's going to be super useful uh, to see players with high percent charts clean sheet, you're going to just stream some guy for one week on a free agent before anyone spotted. Um, that's the real value the Global Dashboard is going to give you. Uh, you can also get all those features when looking at who the best managers have wavered in. And that's there's a reason the managers are the best managers. Um, it's because they're picking up these waivers you know, a week before everyone else or they're thinking of waivers that other people aren't thinking of. Um, so it's really useful just to copy them. You didn't mention um, wavered out as well. Oh, that's a good point. If yeah, if you've not read the news and you know someone's going to be dropped, or you don't know someone's going to be dropped, wave it out would pretty much tell you that straight away. Yeah, it's quite useful, especially like we're in quite a large league now. We've went from ten to eleven, um, and the tendency can be to just hang on to players because you don't know if you're going to be able to ever pick them up again. But if you see if ten, eleven man leagues all over the world are dropping that player that you're hanging on to. It's time to get rid. Yeah, definitely. It at least makes you uh, Google their name and uh, double check they haven't just done their ACL or been arrested or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's probably arrested. It's probably more likely than ACL these days. 
Yeah, and obviously the main advantage with the global dashboard won't really become apparent until the season's kicked off proper. And uh, there's we've got waiver windows to get into. Um, but uh, the other thing as well that won't really get uh, get going until the season kicks off is the personal dashboard. Um, do you want to tell the listeners uh, what's going on in the personal dashboard? Yeah, the personal dashboard is, is really where it all began. Bit of a history lesson for everyone. Uh, we started this quite a few years ago when I was pulling data just for our league, throwing them to Excel, making loads of charts to, to analyze our own league's performance. Whoever's top of the league, finding out are they getting, are they winning because their midfield is smashing it, their defense is getting more points, their forwards, uh, that sort of analysis. Finding out which players have been in the most teams. Um, I think usually there's like some Everton players, stuff like that, that ends up in about eight people's teams at some point during the season. We were using it for manager of the month. So FPL draft doesn't actually let you filter points on a monthly basis. And we know we run a manager of the month newsletter every month. So it's good to see that even if uh, Kieran's sitting in fifth place, he actually scored the most points in November. So he gets a little manager of the month award there. Um, there's loads of other analysis uh, breaking down how your team and your competitors' teams uh, scored points. Is it through assists, goals scored, clean sheets? Uh, we know that Ravi always wins the minutes plays charts. He always gets two two points for every single one of his players every week. Um, and over the course of a season, that, that really adds up. Um, so they, these are all the charts that I think people are used to. We've sort of revamped the look and feel, the usability of them. Uh, so especially on your mobile, uh, it's a lot going to be a lot easier to use. And we've added some functionality too. Um, I think every year it's good to have upgrades. Um, and the big functionality we've added this year is the live game week. So this is a, a big thing in classic FPL. It's a bit of a different beast making it for draft FPL. But you'll be able to see all of your players in a list, whether they're going to sit on the bench for you, whether they're coming on as an auto sub based on whether their match has started, whether they got played, whether they completed 90 minutes or not. Uh, and you will also be able to see their live points updated minute by minute, uh, including a live estimation of bonus points based on their current BPS score. Um, and that will give you your live game week score, your live game week ranking and your live leaderboard. So no more jumping into every single different page to see has the person above you got three players left to play, two players left to play. Can you beat them this week? Uh, so on and so forth. So I think that's going to be a, probably the most useful feature going forward or the most commonly used feature, I should say. Yeah, Kieran, and I think um, that sort of thing reminds me of, must have been game week 38, maybe in the first season when we were trying to work out um, who who had actually won. Yeah, who won. Yeah, and Karim got his pen and, pe- pen and paper out, was trying to, trying to draw it up. Got it wrong, I think, the first time. So yeah, this this just helps. Uh, it, it matters week to week as well. You want to know who's got who's got the first spot for waivers next week, that sort of stuff, um, and it just it cal- calculates it all for you. Yeah, I think that's going to be, as you said, I think that's going to be the one of the most popular things that uh, users will be referring to um, each week during the game weeks in particular, and then once that game week's ending, you know, on a sat- late Saturday afternoon, late Sunday afternoon, to see. Uh, where the dust is is settling. Uh, what I like to do at the end of every season um, is download all the data from the personal dashboard. So we make all the data available to every user. 
you can view charts in the browser, you can download all of the tables um, into an Excel so you can keep that and store that somewhere. Um, so we have a record of every game week for the past, I think, three years, uh, thanks to this tool. And for, for those who who have been in a league for a few years or, already and are planning on being in their leagues for many more years to come, um, do, do the dashboards store that, that data for them? Uh, they do. We've not made that available for everyone to see yet, um, but that's something we're working on to, to have live by the end of the season. So you can have your sort of draft history, as it were. Yeah, because I know, uh, you know, us included, there's uh, a master spreadsheet, which I'm pretty sure, Kieran, you, you're probably the uh, the overseer of that. And it just makes life a little bit easier, particularly for those maybe who haven't been keeping track, who want to start keeping track. You'll just be able to, to see all of your past seasons, uh, final league tables and standings and that in, in your personal dashboard. Absolutely. And then you can look back at some of the data of previous seasons and come up with new stats that you can drop onto the WhatsApp chat. Just uh, just extra fuel for banter. Yeah, like like Lokesh, who's never been in first place, as you said just before we went live. One uh, only manager of our draft league, never been in first place. It's, uh, it's quite sad, actually. It's sad. It's sad. But... So that's... So over five years, we're talking... 190 game weeks. He's not spent one game week at the top. Yep. Quick maths. Sorry, Lokesh. Sorry, Lokesh. <laughs> Should we relegate? You were sitting, probably sitting on holiday somewhere. Thought you'd thought you'd listen to the pod, get a bit of intel on the new Draft FC website, and suddenly, <sighs> yes, exactly. Um, I guess the the next biggest thing, um, particularly again at the moment ahead of draft day is this tab on the menu that says Mitch's Draft Rank. Um, what is that? Go on, Kieran, tell, tell what is that? So, as 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 you may uh, may or may not know, uh, Taron has all of the stats on every single league that is p- being played. And something we discovered uh, was that that we are... Last, last year, we were the top 10-man league, or 10-person league, uh, playing FPL which is quite exciting. Mitch actually was the top manager, as we've already discussed, and he is now making his draft ranks available and his knowledge available for a low, low price that we mm-hmm. will go into later. But uh, yeah, you're, you're getting the insight of a very, very skilled manager. Yeah. So before we get into that specifically, Taryn, do you want to just say a little bit on that analysis and maybe what that will mean for for the users going forward as well yeah so if you sign up to draft fc uh you'll obviously get all the features that currently exist um and throughout the year we'll be adding new stuff um to constantly improve the experience and that will be immediately available to you once we've created it um and so one of the features we want to add is your your league's global ranking so every game week you'll see um Every week, you'll see how your league has performed against every other like-for-like league in the world. So say if you're in a 10-person league, you can see uh, a, a live ranking of your league's total points versus everyone else's league's total points. And you'll know if you're in the top 5%, top 10%, top 10, top 1 league in the world. You'll also be able to see a breakdown of 
the sort of distribution of this. So the player ranked first in your league, how are they performing against the first players in every other league, second, third, fourth, fifth, all the way down to however many people there are in your league. So you can see, is there just one guy in your league propping up all the points or are you all performing really well compared to um, other leagues? Yeah, and I think that would be something that... uh will provide a lot of intrigue for, for the users moving through the league and something that, you know, particularly if it's going well for their league, I'm sure they'll be pretty keen to share it with the rest of the managers in their group to basically say, you know, even to the guys near the bottom, chin up, this is a really tough league we're in. We're, we're performing really well on a sort of global level here. So um, the fact that, you know, not everyone can be first, second, third, those guys at the bottom are still doing a, a pretty good job, but... Uh, yeah, just just in a very competitive league. Um, but yeah, anyway, the thing that led into this um, was, and as Kira mentioned, that um, I've done a full draft ranking for every conceivable league size. So from a, a two-person league right up to a 16-person league in full. And there are also individual position-by-position position ranks. I know some people prefer to use those on draft day rather than just having a full-on single list so that means that all the goalkeepers are ranked all of the defenders are ranked midfielders and forwards um, and so on so I've tried to make relevant adjustments um, where required because you know you might think it's as simple as making a full 16 uh, team player list which would be 240 players and then just shaving off the numbers as the leagues get smaller um, but actually in the very small leagues, which are still quite popular, we know from the data that there's quite a number of leagues out there of two, three or four managers, that the types of players you're going to pick up on draft day will be slightly different than a 16-team league because the waiver pool is so different. Um, so one of the examples um, I've already given um, when explaining this to someone else was that Jared Bowen, for example, um you know, for most most large leagues, he's going to be getting mopped up in, in the opening rounds. However, if you're only in a two-team draft league, someone like Bowen, who's got a fixture against Manchester City in game week one, can probably wait. And you're going to be able to get some pretty good calibre players in and out of the waiver pile pretty much every single week. So you don't really have to be too precious uh, and think as long term as you would do if you're in a league competing against 15 other managers. Um so yeah, they are completely uh, on full on the on the site as we st- as it stands, and I'll be keeping those updated pretty much week to week. Um, I've already done an update today, which will be going up soon, and that's taking into account any of the new transfers um, because that obviously impacts some of the guys who I then shave off the list. It also, if if um, you know, for example, Martinez joining Man United then affects the value of the other centre-backs and so on. So I'm having to constantly tweak the rankings. I'm going to try and keep them as up-to-date as possible, particularly heading into the next few weeks when we know most of you out there will be doing your drafts. Anything to add on that, Taron? I don't think so. Fine, let's move on then. There's a couple more things uh, to probably mention on the site. Um, We've got a content um, page which is where we'll be releasing articles blog type articles from week to week because I know not everyone um, likes listening to podcasts so this is just another way for us to share some some information um, we've also got uh, an injury tracker on there Taryn do you want to mention that yeah full credit to premierinjuries.com 
Um, it's just, it's their injury tracker, which is really detailed. It sort of gives you not only when the player is expected back, what percent of injured they are. It also gives you a little quote from uh, the latest relevant news, um, whether it be the physio in the club or the manager or whatever someone said about that person's injury. Um, so you can sort of make your own judgment as to whether that, that player will be coming back next week or not. Um, it's just a, instead of you having to open a new tab or go to a new site, we've, we've, we've plonked it on ours as well. So um, it's easy for you to access. Yeah, and I think the only other main thing on there at the moment is the podcast page. But to be honest, if you're listening to this currently, it's probably because you were already subscribed to FPL, uh, the FPL Draft Hub podcast. Um, but for anyone who you know visits the site who's not aware of the podcast, it just gives them a chance to scroll through some of the recent episodes um, and just see that there is an accompanying podcast. But yeah, I think it's worth just um, reiterating the podcast will basically remain um, the same as it has done. Um, so you'll still get to listen to my weekly monologue on the who to target um, that game week. So um, yeah, have no fear if you're someone that's not um, uh, not as fast with using the website. So for those who you know maybe whilst listening to this have made their way onto draftfc.co.uk for the first time, um, I'm sure there's something um, that's going to have stuck out, and that is the fact that there is now a small fee for using the services on draftfc.co.uk. Now, I hope from everything you've heard so far, it's um, abundantly clear why we're having to start charging that small fee, Um, not just for the amount of hours that have been poured into this, but um, as you can imagine, the amount of processing power and website hosting and server space and everything else that comes with it does not come for free. And so in order for us to recoup those expenses, in order to give you that that amazing experience that we're sure um, you'll appreciate, it, it is going to have to come at a small fee. So um, I don't know, Kieran, do you want to briefly go through the pricing options? Yeah, I can do that. Um, so we think that 399 again, for all those like server costs and everything that we have to put together, and Taryn's been... Obviously, we've been talking about all of the data that is available um, for those costs. It's three ninety nine. We thought was quite reasonable, um, and also on par with other options available in the FPL market. Um, and you can also um, save yourself from the monthly subscription and just save a few quid, like I think up to twenty percent, almost twenty percent, and pay thirty nine quid for the year. So yeah, Taron, anything else? No, just to echo what you said. Um... The fees are, yeah, the fees are only there to, to stop us from going broke, um, in, in actually providing the service. Um, and what we've tried to do is just make sure it, it represents and is, is in line with, uh, the market expectations. What other similar services like this, um, cost? Um, and, you know, part of, part of the fee goes back into developing, adding new features, uh, so we continue to grow this service. Um, and just make it even better. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. All right. So I guess as a final parting, um, I guess our closing statements, um, I'll, I'll sort of offer it to both of you in in turn. Um, Taryn, if you know, speaking directly now to someone listening to this who is pondering sticking their uh, their debit card details in to sign up for Draft FC, what is your pitch to them? What what is your What's your argument there? 
Um, what can I say? More, more than one person has messaged me on Twitter, Reddit or something, a stranger that I've, I've never met and, and told me how this has actually improved their draft FBI experience and, and helped them play better. Um, we obviously as a league are the most engaged in the product because you guys have all been, um, present whilst we've been building it. Um, and I think it just goes to show that we're the best performing league in the world because we've had access to all this information. It really helps. Nice. Kieran? Yeah, so I guess it's there's like so many reasons why this is an important thing to do. Um, draft is probably a big part of your life, like it is for all of us. Um, we've got tools for before the draft, so the uh, Mitch's draft rankings, like I said. Best performer in a 10-man league last year. Uh, best performer in the best 10-man league last year is giving you his draft ranks. You also got access to the draft ranks of every other league of your size um, available to you. Moving forward, you got the ones, you got waivers in, waivers out of everyone uh, that everyone is doing in leagues like yours. And also seeing what the top managers in l- leagues like yours are doing as well, which is all the better for you to make decisions moving forward. And the personal dashboard, again, gets you to helps you identify areas of your team that might need improvement. Um, also provides good source of banter for the WhatsApp group, uh, which can't can't be um, can't be put lightly. And the last thing is, other managers in your league going to buy this? So you what you're going to get left behind. So you got to buy it as well. So <laughs> this is what I'm saying. So yeah, that's my pitch. Nice. You're going on the arms race argument there just to exactly. just to keep up yeah fine well i think um i think you guys have basically sold the uh the nuts and bolts the essence of the site pretty well there i think the only other thing i would add you know moving forward i hope everyone that's you know used the site before um, back in its in its old guys and everyone who's listened to the podcast up to now anyone who's reached out to us personally you know on on twitter or reddit i hope um, you'd agree that uh, we're a friendly bunch and that will continue. And I think one of the biggest things that I hope can happen as we move forward is that Draft FC becomes a real community and and a real, you know, the, the place to go for everyone playing the draft game on the official FPL platform. And I think one of the things that's going to come after this uh, podcast is out is a series of guest podcasts with me and you the listeners um and really the the common thread from all of those conversations is just how similar all of our experiences are with uh, with draft fpl how how seriously everyone takes it the the banter in the league and uh yeah it really just hammers home um how much uh, we all love the game so why not just pay you know the amount you would for a large coffee each month and uh, give you something that just adds even more to that enjoyment here here fine well i think the the only uh, final thing to say if you haven't already i don't know what you've been doing unless you maybe you've been driving whilst you've been listening to this so that's fair enough um is head to draftfc.co.uk sign up and have a look for yourself uh, all the wonderful features um that uh, that we've been talking about so uh, yeah i'll let i'll let the guys say goodbye stay shook yeah stay shook and as always from me stay shook <laughs>